on today's episode of No Days Off. It is the Thursday Pick'em, and we are coming at you with all of our predictions for this week's matchup in the NFL as well as fantasy football. By the name of Lupe Fiasco, representing that first and 15 year. Uh. And this one right here, I dedicate this one right here to all my homies out there grinding. Out there grinding. Legally I'm and illegally. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Long intro. Jeez, Lupe. First got it when he was six. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of No Days Off. It's the Thursday Pick'em. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at No Days Off Podcast. Hello and what's poppin', baby, as Lupe Fiasco would say. What's up? How's everybody doing? <laughs> what's poppin'? Don't mind me just watching. <laughs> Am I saying oh, the right words? Oh, my God. That just happened. That just happened. Let's rock it. Uh, all right. All right. That's enough. <laughs> We're back right. with another episode of the Thursday Pick'em. Pick giving you some advice for how you're looking to maybe bet this weekend, how you're looking to get some fantasy football on. And Jake Dialek has been absolutely killing it oh, yeah. with his predictions compared to me. So just as a current standing across week one and week two, our total so far is Zach is 18 and 14, 18 wins, 14 losses. So positive, right? Oh, yeah, positive. I am 25 and 7. So 25 wins, 7 losses that I called. The first week I was just being nice. First week I was being nice. I had some close losses last week. Thanks. A lot of Atlanta Falcons. Mm -hmm. You guys are great at choking games. Phenomenal. This week I'm feeling good, though. This week I'm feeling good with my picks. I know you're a little bit off on some of your picks. Some I thought thought this was a really good week of matchups. I have like four highlighted that I just think are going to be really good games that are tough to call. Uh, So... Let's get into it. Definitely. So tonight's matchup, Dolphins versus Jacksonville, the Jaguars. So when you look at this game, um, Miami's coming in 0-2, Jacksonville's 1-1, playing at Jacksonville. What is your take? My take is that I think the Dolphins are going to win. You think the Dolphins are going to win? I think the Dolphins are going to win tonight against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You look at the skill positions they brought in. You look at the defensive positions they brought in. Kyle Van Noy, Byron Jones. They got two lockdown corners, corners, excuse me, and Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. I just think they're they're the better team. They they put their money, their payroll out there this year. They drafted how many damn positions in the first round. I think the Miami Dolphins should win this game just based on talent alone. I understand that, you know, Gardner Minshew is just a wild card. Throwing a DJ Chark. That's awesome. But who can you name on that Jacksonville defense besides Miles Jack, Jake? I don't know. I can't name anybody. CJ, CJ Henderson, too. Florida Gators, rookie. I can't anybody name anyone else? on that team. Nope. There you go. So here's what I'm going to say. I'm actually choosing the opposite. I'm going Jacksonville Jaguars. Cool. 0-1 for you. They beat the Colts. All right. Good for them. 27-20. They lost a close one to Tennessee last week, 33-30. I just think Gardner Minshew's hot, dude. I just think Gardner Minshew, that offense is rolling. It's going to be a big game. And I think it's a big game for both sides. The Dolphins need this for their turnaround. They're 0-2 right now. Jacksonville needs us to keep that positive progression, despite what the front office probably wants to do. So we've talked about that at, at length. But I got... I got my boy Gardner Minshew. I got mustache over beard, dude. Nah, mustache nah, nah. over beard. You got beard over mustache. Nah, Jack. Gardner Minshew, good luck. But I got the Miami Dolphins. All right. So with that being said, um, fantasy players to watch. 
Besides Minshew, has been kind of hot. Obviously, DJ Chark, so, so I think he might be playing. He's, they held him out a little bit. He's like tentative on the injury report, but should if, be playing tonight. Yeah, if Devontae Parker can get rolling for the for the Dolphins, I think I think he's the guy to watch, obviously, from the wide receiver skill position. He had a great game going against Stephon Gilmore until he hurt his hamstring. I just think he's their best best player overall on that team. I'd love to see him getting Jordan Howard more involved in the running game for the Miami Dolphins. Um, so that's my opinions for why. What about I, the, the tight end, Gasecki? Yeah, Mike Gasecki absolutely Killed lit it up week. against the Buffalo Bills last week. So. Surprising. It's awesome. All right, moving on. With that being said, we're going to bounce to our Sunday games. All right, we're bouncing to our Sunday games, starting with arguably in our mind, the closest one to our heart. We got the one o'clock game, Rams, LA Rams at the Buffalo Bills. Both are 2 0, battle the 2 0 teams. The only 2 0 matchup we, this week. Who you got? I got the Buffalo Bills. I got the Buffalo Bills against the LA Rams. Maybe picking a little bit close to heart, obviously, here. But if you look at Josh Allen, he was the AFC Offensive Player of the Week last week. You know, throwing over 400 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. The guy is an absolute stud. I think going against the LA Rams defense is going to be a phenomenal test. We're not big Jalen Ramsey fans. We're big fans of Aaron Donald. I think he's the best defensive player in the NFL. But I think if you look at Stefan Diggs, he has the most receiving yards in the entire NFL right now. I think it's going to be more of a matchup of John Brown versus whoever is going to be covering him. Mm-hmm. I think John Brown's going to be heavily involved. Cole Beasley is going to be heavily involved. This might not be the biggest Stefan Diggs day, but I think Josh is going to spread the ball around a lot. He's got to be better with his decision making. This team is extremely well coached, but I got the Buffalo Bills. Dude, I went back and forth on this decision all day. Cool. Starting in the morning, then I was like driving around. I was here eating lunch. It pains me. I am taking the Rams, though oh I will be rooting God. in my heart for the Bills. You're not a real fan. I taking no, the no, Rams. No. I will be rooting in my heart for I the Bills. I need a new podcast host. I just think that I, I love the Bills. What I'm worried about a little bit is the the Matt Milano, the Tremaine Edwins. I mean, Miami put up. They practiced what, all week. What they, like like I, I just wonder are they fully ready to rock? I, I Miami put up like a bunch of points on them. Miami Dolphins. The only they didn't Miami play. Dolphins. Tremaine and Matt Milano didn't play. I get it, dude. I'm just saying like. I like the well-coached nature of the Rams team. I like Aaron Donald, who could be the arguably defensive player of the year every single year. Uh, I think the Woods, Cooper Cup, the Hig- Higsby, um, and the the running game, Cam Akers is out, but Malcolm Brown's coming in. I don't know. I think this is going to be a really, really tough one. My instincts are telling me Rams. My heart wants the Bills. Not a true I'm, fan. I'm going with the Rams. Not a true fan. That's okay. I may not be a true fan. Here's what's also a difference maker. Bills Mafia, non-attendance. So if the Bills Mafia were there supporting it, I, I, it might change my mind. But that's still got to travel across the country. Still so. got to travel across the country to play in Buffalo, New York, baby. We're here. We're here in spirit. Well, I'm here in spirit. This guy not here in. spirit. I'm here dude. in spirit. No, 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 Trust no, no, me, no you're not. I'm just, no, you're not, dude. Dude, I get paid no, no, no money no. to choose my analy- analytics fairly. No bro. problem. Analytics no problem. fairly. Some people are real fans. Some people are fake fans. Whatever, that's dude. okay. All right, that's all right. Moving on. Here we go. Uh, next game: <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders at the New England Patriots. Who you got? I got the New England Patriots in this game. I think Cam Newton's really out uh, for legacy this year. Not out for money based on his contract. I think you owe him an apology. I, I said he was going to be the starter all along. I said he was going to have a decent season. I always knew that he had accuracy issues, but this year he's looked pretty damn good, even in that game last week against the Seattle Seahawks, who I think who is my you know pick to win the NFC um, conference. So. I think that the New England Patriots and Cam Newton are going to take it to the Las Vegas Raiders. It's going to be a weird game, though. Um, the Raiders looked awesome against the Saints last weekend, but I'm picking the New England Patriots. 
I love to see the the Raiders um, with that momentum from last week. I think it stops this week. I got the Pats, Pats winning this, which I hate to say. Um, I still will not take anything back that I said about Cam Newton. I think he still could flop this year. I am not sold on Cam Newton at all. I think any little big hit on Salty. him he could be shaken for the rest of the season. Salty Jakey. So I am not a Cam Newton fan on the record. Even if he goes like, you know, wins 14 games this year, still not going to be a fan. I think that the Pats will win this. I think it's a home game for them. I think that um, the Raiders will make it close, though. And I think that they will make it close. Gruden's going to scheme up a plan for Cam. I think that defense is just too young to handle that. Uh, but I, the, I do have the main the player to watch for the Raiders is Darren Waller. Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. The main offensive threats for him coming in as they're going through this game. Darren Waller was unbelievable against the Saints defense, which was supposed to be one of the you know top 10, top 5, even some were saying in the NFL. So looking at this, I think Darren Waller, as well as Josh Jacobs, could be the difference makers. Derek Carr just can't turn the ball over. If yeah. the Vegas Raiders want to win this game, Derek Carr cannot turn the ball over because Josh Jacobs is not going to turn the ball over. It's a tough call on fantasy for the Pats because you got Cam Newton, but the this, this spread around that offense with Nikhil Harry, with Julian Edelman, with Michelle White, Burke, all these guys. So it's a tough call on, on who can get uh, some action. It's but true. Kamara had a big game against. Cam's been performing. The Raiders as well. So Derek Carr had a good game last week. Josh Jacobs is just awesome, man. Darren Waller, the baller. Henry Ruggs showing some good signs of potential. So that's Raiders at the Pats. Uh, moving on, next game. One o'clock game. Washington football team at the Cleveland Browns. I got the Cleveland Browns. I got the Cleveland Browns in this game, and I think they're going to do a very phenomenal job of scheming up more offensive plays for Odell Beckham like they did against the Cincinnati Bengals. I compare the Washington football team a little bit to the Cincinnati Bengals. Young, growing, talented, but just not there yet. I think the Browns are not a you know a safe bet. I think this is a game that I am worried about personally. But I think you look at them offensively, you look at them defensively. They have the ability, the positions, the skilled players. The only place that they're really lacking this year is in the defensive backfields, at corners, at safeties. The Cleveland Browns are just, you know, stinking up the joint when it comes to the defensive backfield. So that's my opinion on that game, Cleveland Browns. Kareem Hunt is the man. I know Nick Chubb had a great game against the Bengals. Kareem Hunt is awesome. Yeah. He's so good. And I love that Nick Chubb's just a humble dude about it. He loves seeing Kareem get his touches and Nick gets his touches. Both of them had a phenomenal game last week against the Bengals. I think they need to do the same exact thing. Take the pressure off Baker, man, and get the running game going with Chubb, with Kareem Hunt, whether you're using Kareem in the back, out of the backfield in the passing game. Just get those two guys the ball because they are the best players on your team. I know Odell's got the, you know, the hype around him, the, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. People are saying, quote, unquote, <laughs> nah, Jack. This is all about the run game in Cleveland this year. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think you got to feed those hot hands with Hunt, especially Kareem Hunt. Excuse me, with Hunt and and Nick Chubb, man. I just think there's too many weapons on the Browns for Washington football team to handle. Yeah. Uh, so I got the Browns as well. Love to see on the Washington side, continuing emergence of Antonio Gibson. Terry McLaurin had a big week last week. So can those weapons continue to thrive? Uh, but the Browns, I mean, you talk about Chubb, Hunt, Beckham, Juice Landry, uh, Hooper. It's just, it's just too much, I think. It's too much. Uh, Browns defense is legit. Not the most legit, but legit. So I think the Browns overtake this. Awesome, man. Yeah. All right, moving on. Next one on the agenda. We got the Houston Texans, 0-2, against the Pittsburgh Steelers, 2-0. Big, big weird year for the Houston Texans ever since Bill O'Brien made that trade for DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals, and they received David Johnson. This is going to be a tough year for the Houston 
Texans, they are going to be 0-3. I'm picking the Pittsburgh Steelers to win this game based on the fact that they are one of the best well-rounded teams defensively and offensively with the return of Ben Roethlisberger. I love the receivers they have, man. Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, Chase Claypool. Like, all these guys are just coming on like it's awesome to see. And surprisingly, James Conner had an awesome game. Surprisingly, I couldn't believe it. Mr. Glass had an awesome game for the Pittsburgh Steelers last week against the Denver Broncos. So to see that offensive start click, that offense start clicking like that, man, huge fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like them. I like Ben Roethlisberger. I like seeing him back, and I'm happy for him that they're doing well. He's got to be smart with the ball, man, because Houston defense is not a joke. It's not the best in the NFL, but I would say it's, you know, in the middle of the road, you know, 15 to 17 kind of ranking, I would assume. Um, I just feel bad for Deshaun Watson, really bad for Deshaun Watson, because he's going to have to put the entire team on his back to the yep. point of breaking his spine to potentially win a few games this year. And the tough part is, I don't know if they can do that. I don't know. They have, well they have a tough, tough schedule, man. It's well tough said. schedule. So that's very well said. I also have the Steelers winning this. Just the defense is incredible. Wow. Uh, I know Juju's had a little bit of, or some, maybe some knee set out of practice the other day, uh, but I think he's going to be fine. Listen, this is, I think, the 0-3 Texans starting out the season. I yeah. think they'll bounce back to 3-3 three and three until they face Green Bay and what's that, Week 7. When you look at after this Pittsburgh Steelers game, they go on to Vikings, Jacksonville, both at home, tough. and then at Tennessee. Yeah. So some still, Those are still tough matchups. Though. I know they are. You know, I know what I mean? Are. I just, I, I definitely think this is a loss. I think the Steelers win this. Uh, the Steelers just look good. I they mean, do. They, they look right. really good. So... Fantasy players to watch. I think you look at the hot, you know, receivers for the Steelers. You got Absolutely. Juju. Juju. You got Deontay Johnson. James Johnson's Washington. killing it. Washington. Deontay Johnson. Like, I was saying this before. I was saying this before the season began. He's the guy in Pittsburgh, in my opinion. I know Juju's the, the number one, but it goes back to what I said about number two receivers when it comes to fantasy football. That's the guy you want. Juju's going to receive all the attention from the defense. Mm-hmm. He's still going to get his. He's still going to get points racked up. But at the same time, Deontay Johnson's just been doing well man i'm excited to see what he can do this week and then when you look at the texans side players to watch obviously deshaun watson you said it gonna put the team on his back until it breaks his spine can david johnson run the ball on that pittsburgh steelers defense melvin gordon actually had a decent game last week jeff driscoll did well it was tough week one week one it was tough for 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 saquon to break through absolutely so but that offensive line i mean man the houston texans offensive line is pretty shitty too but i think the giants offensive line might be one of the worst in the nfl yeah yeah so it's a little bit so we both got the Steelers moving forward. Now, next game as we move along is the San Francisco 49ers, speaking of the Giants, at the New York Giants. San Francisco 1-1, one one, Giants 0-2. Tough thing for the San Francisco 49ers. They are going back to MetLife Stadium where they lost half of their team to torn ACLs. <laughs> I'm picking the New York Giants in this game. Even with wow. Saquon Barkley tearing his ACL, for some reason, their defense fucking sucks. I don't know why I'm saying this to myself, but I am picking the New York Giants to win. I think Daniel Jones is going to have a decent game. Richard Sherman's out. Nick Bosa's out. Solomon Thomas. Raheem Mostert's out. You got how many? George Kittle, I think, is still out in this game. So how many skill I positions? I think George Kittle is active this week. He's active we this gotta, week. We got to double check that. Okay. But at the same time, regardless, all of these guys are going into this game, and San Francisco doesn't have some of their best players, some of their all pros in their lineup. The New York Giants, if they're looking to take advantage of a game right now, this is the opportunity. Get Darius Slayton the ball. Mm. Get Sterling Shepard the ball. You sign Devontae Freeman. He's got a a nice contract that's going to get him some touches, Jake's telling me. 
Cool. Then get him the ball until he gets a concussion. That's what we're thinking about <laughs> as we look oh, at this dude, game. You're on a roll this week. Oh. That's what we're thinking, dude. You're on a roll. It's true. I mean, Mr. Concussion, not to be, not to offend Seriously, him. Seriously, dude. That's a concussion waiting to happen. So in this matchup, I got the 49ers. I just don't think you go from NFC champion, Super Bowl runner-ups to flop into the Giants. I, I, don't, don't, I don't think so, though, despite many injuries. So listen, I picked up Nick Mullins on my bench. I think I'm actually going to start him just because we have a 16-team league and all my quarterbacks suck, like Tyrod's injured. I think Drew Jimmy Garoppolo's still playing, though. No, I think they're holding him on. I think, really? I think Nick Mullins is going to be it. And no I, way, I was taking No way, I'm so more sure about this. Listen, I think they might actually, I was reading something that Kittle might be held out this week, actually, in fact, because of all this turf concerns over the Giants field. Bingo. And like, they got these outside reviewers to come in and uh, review the turf, and is it legit? Is it too sticky? Yeah. And they apparently approved it. But listen, I, I hold just... Hold on, though. Hold on. Dude, how many Jets tore their ACLs last weekend when the San Francisco 49ers were in MetLife Stadium? None. That's on the equipment staff. Mm-hmm. They got to set the cleats up with the right, right studs so that they can get you know, a successful plant on the field as they're cutting everything like that. I understand there's just some some weird stuff that happens in the NFL when you're getting blocked like Nick Bosa and Solomon Thomas. But at the same time, dude, like none of the Jets players were tearing their ACLs left and right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not blaming the 49ers, but you got to look at your equipment staff a little bit. They yeah, should be out great, there taking care of that. It's a great point. Nonetheless, I got the 49ers. I, I know they have a ton of losses, dude. Yeah, man. I just don't think you go from doing Super Bowl runner-up to losing the Giants. Um, is, and, there, is there a, a more 2-0 and team that you're worried about than, like, 49ers fans? We got 49ers fans around us. They're already saying, like, the season's over. Like, the season's over. Yeah. They're already saying that. That's, that's crazy. They're 2-0, and dude. It's not like they're 0-2, but it feels like you are because you lost some of the best players in the freaking NFL that are on your roster, so. That's just my opinion on that. I think it's tough for any fans of the Niners because it's such a, a challenging division. I mean, you got the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Niners. Seahawks. Everyone else, and, and excuse me, the Seahawks. So Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, 2-0. Exactly. Looking hot. All right? Niners, 1-1. One one. We're well, talking Rams, about will they lose yeah. to the Giants. I mean, we're split on will they lose to the Giants. So it's a very challenging division. I know. The I Rams are going to be 2-1, though. The Rams are going to be 2-1, real fans, sitting in front of you. <laughs> Buffalo Bills, 3-0. and Thank you. Book it. All right. Moving on. So after we talk about San Francisco, New York, we move on to another oh, one o'clock. Oh fuck, game. dude! These games are so fucked. This one especially. Bengals at the Eagles, both zero and two. Oh my god, my like my heart's telling me to pick the Bengals, but I'm for some stupid reason, my dumb brain is just like, hey, pick the Eagles, even though they've looked like absolute dog shit this year in all aspects. And Carson Wentz from went from an MVP candidate a couple of years ago to looking like one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Get Zach Ertz the ball. Get Dallas Goddard the ball. Simple. Double covered, throw it to him. They're 6-4. Get them the ball, dude. <laughs> all right? I get it. Miles Sanders, hey, Doug Peterson, you're an Andy Reid disciple. You want to throw every play? Not with this guy. Get Miles Sanders the ball. Let's make something happen so I don't lose this game. I want to pick the Bengals. I'm picking the Philadelphia Eagles because I they can't be that bad. They cannot be that bad that they lose to the team that had the number one pick literally a few months ago. They can't be that bad. Hey, everything you said is legit. I think that Goddard, Ertz need the ball. I think Sanders especially needs the ball. Uh, you need to compliment that pass with that run. It's frustrating. I just, dude, I'm picking the Bengals. Are you? And I think, oh man, I kind of want to now. Shit. Listen, no, I'm going before I go to the Bengals. I think if Carson Wentz sucks it up, I think you could see Jalen Hurts end the game. No way. I think you could. I think you might. I just there's already talk about that. You know these Philly Eagles fans, dude. You know these Eagles fans, and I know they just paid Carson Wentz like a billion dollars, yeah, so that he could stay with them, and it's pretty like white. Got rid of Nick Foles. See ya. But 
dude, man, just losses add up. I mean, especially if you're the home losing to the Bengals. I, I like the Bengals. I think they're hot with Joe Burrow. I think He's AJ so Green, Tyler so Boyd, good, Joe Mixon, waited for him to get involved more. Uh, I know that the Eagles secondary is is decent. Uh, up front's a little bit different story. Uh, however, I'm, I'm going with the Bengals. I'm going with that hot hand. Uh, I, I do like Joe Burrow coming out and kind of doing it. I think it might be a, I think it, there might be a close game initially, but I think they could separate. That's interesting to see, man. That's interesting to see. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a little bit of a toss-up game. It's tough to say. Yeah, like, we'll look forward to seeing the outcome know. there. I don't know, man. This is this is big for that's Carson. This is a big tough game week. for Carson Wentz. Tough big week. game for Carson Wentz. Moving on. Next one, another 1 o'clock game. Tennessee at Minnesota Vikings. Tennessee 2-0, and Vikings 0-2. <sighs> Who would have guessed that? Yannick Ngakwe, great pickup. Minnesota Vikings. What's going on here? I'm, I got the Tennessee Titans, man. Mm-hmm. I want the Minnesota. I, I could see the Minnesota Vikings pulling a win in this game just because Kirk Cousins can't be that bad two weeks in a row. Th- three weeks in a row. He was bad in the Green Bay game oh, yeah. for the entire first half. He had to run the ball to get himself going in the second half, get hit around, knocked around a couple you know, times to get some sense into his brain. But, dude, I, I think I still got the Tennessee Titans. I think they're going to manage the clock well. They got to get Derrick Henry freaking going, man. They got to get Derrick Henry freaking going because he's – He's not having the year that everybody thought he would. And that's what I was nervous about. You know, if you drafted Derrick Henry in fantasy, I don't think there's anything to get too worried about because I think he will still have a good year. But he's not having the year that I think fantasy owners were expecting him to have at this point in the season. You know, third game, everybody's fresh. And I think that might be the deal. I don't know if this is the game. Anthony Barr, Kendrick's at linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings, Harrison Smith. They got a lot of good players on that Minnesota Vikings team. But, man, I, I still got Tennessee Titans. I like what they're doing. I like Mike Vrabel from a coaching perspective compared to Mike Zimmer. So I think I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. How about you? So I got the Titans as well. And just to flash to tonight's game, I just got an alert that DJ Chark is ruled out. What? So, Let's go. No, 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 no. You already said it. No, you that's fine. That's fine. I'm going right, to stick cool, with cool, it, dude. Cool. I don't even care, man. Jacksonville is just, I mean, I don't it, even bro. care. So long story short, with the Titans, I have the Titans winning against the Vikings. It's just, for me, the Vikings have not looked like the Vikings of the past, nor what we expected this year. Um, they have to, dude. If you're the Vikings, you have to feed Dalvin Cook the ball. Yeah. Like, you just signed this guy to like $60 million, four year, five, whatever it was, man. You got to feed this guy the ball. There are other receivers besides doing. Adam Thielen. Like, you got pretty good tight ends, man. Irv Rudolph, Smith Jr., Kyle Smith. Rudolph, yeah. It's just like, get these guys in the, in the flat or whatever, I want to see dude. Justin Jefferson break out as well, man. Selfishly, because I have him in fantasy, but at the same time, you can't just trade away Stefan Diggs, a player like Stefan Diggs, draft Justin Jefferson, and then just be like, oh, yeah, you're just like, you, you look nice over there and well and good, and we're going to get you a couple catches for 40 yards a game. That's not what you need to do. This guy's good. This guy's talented. You got to get Justin Jefferson the ball a little bit more, in my opinion, when you look at the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook has to be the bell cow, though. He's got to be the guy that's leading them to victory. You saw what Alvin Kamara did against the Vegas Raiders this past weekend. I know it was all in a loss. Didn't have Michael Thomas, though, to be fair. But I think the Vikings need to get behind the legs of Dalvin Cook. Kind of take some pressure off Kirk Cousins. Like, there hasn't been fucking pressure on this guy enough, you know, in his career. So, listen, the last thing I'm going to say for the Titans is I think you look for the combo of, of Derrick Henry, Mm. of Corey Davis, I think A.J. Brown, I think he's, he'll still be out. Uh, Adam Humphreys, Johnny Smith. Love it. I think you got to just look for that combination to just lead them to victory. So I think it might be a close. I don't, I don't know. Do you see the Vikings maybe? Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. Do you think they'll turn around? Maybe this could be the I, matchup? I could, yeah, I, I see it being a close game. I still like the Titans, though. Yeah, me too. I still like the Titans to win this game. 
just as we continue to look, I just want to talk about the Vikings schedule. Just one. So after their after the Tennessee game, they're at Houston Texans, they're at Seattle, and they're home versus the Falcons. So amid those games, there's some high powered offenses, so they're right. going to need some help. It's All right, stop finishing top in your division, dude. You look at Houston, you look at Minnesota. It's it's tough stuff. Next one on the there. agenda. I don't know. Final one o'clock game. We're going to look at Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons. Bears. What do you think, Falcons? What do you think? It's so the 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 Bears are a bipolar, you know, mess, bipolar mess. But they're two and zero. I can't Falcons zero and two. What the fuck is going on, dude? What is going on? What with is going world, on, dude? Falcons? How good is game. this? How do you look at the Bears being two and zero and the Falcons? Good being game, 0-2? Dan Quinn. You guys are really good at blowing huge leads. That's what I gotta say, Falcons. I'm fucking hey, just sipping dumbass juice right now in my brain, but I'm going with the fucking Atlanta Falcons again. Cause they cannot, I don't think Chicago's going to be able to score with them. Their offense is too good. I know Julio Jones is a little banged up in their hamstring, but who isn't what great yeah. receiver this year. Isn't banged up in his hamstring a little <laughs> bit, dude, suck it up and get out there. Cause Calvin Ridley, the year can't of the hamstring. Get three touchdowns this week. Cause I'm playing Calvin Ridley in fantasy in like three different leagues. I'm tired of dude. it. Calvin Ridley is absolutely dominating. For the Atlanta Falcons, he's—I think he's averaging three touchdowns a game, dude. dude I get it's been two it, games. Man. I get it. Hey, lock in Chicago. Lock in on number eighteen. Let eleven get off. Great. Let Julio Jones get off because I need eighteen to be on lockdown. All right. But at the same time, I think I, I on a serious note, I do have the Atlanta Falcons winning this game. So I have the Falcons too, and I think it's going to be through their passing game. Sorry to oh, say yeah. this. No, no, I, I think Khalil Mack and that crew is going to lock down the running game. Sorry, Todd Gurley. I think they're going to have to win it in the passing game, which I think they've shown they can, or at least have the potential to put up points. Should I say? I over. just, dude, I just the Bears just are a week two and zero oh, man. They're just a week week two and zero, oh, and they I wish they the beat Bills the Giants, got them, dude. Who else did they beat? They beat the Giants and the Lions and the Lions. So that's just like not the best resume if you will i just i have the the falcons i think this is a turnaround game for them i think after this they'll be one and two and the bears will be two and one so that's my take on that and again i just i can't really even think of any bears players to talk about fantasy wise um because mitch trubisky's still the quarterback dude it's because mitch trubisky's still the quarterback so the best fantasy player on that team is the defense if the defense can come through the problem is they're playing the high-powered atlanta falcons ladies and gentlemen they are playing the atlanta falcons Mitch Trubisky will not be able to score with Matt Ryan in that offense. Every skill position besides like one on the offense is a first round pick. Yep. So it's like, all right, come on. So after, after this, let's say, let's say Falcons win this week. Next week, they're at Green Bay. Then they go Carolina Panthers home. Vikings win. at win. Detroit Lions. Win. Carolina Panthers again. Win. Versus Denver. So they have an opportunity. The Falcons, that, that Green is, Bay game's a loss. Besides though. the Green Bay game, to maybe net out kind of even. So we'll see how the Falcons do there. But that was the last 1 o'clock game that we covered. Uh, next one, moving on to some of the 4 o'clock games. Uh, starting with the Jets <laughs> and the Colts. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor in the Indianapolis Just Colts. licking his lips. Just, just freaking let's go, dude. Just salivating. I want three touchdowns out of Jonathan Taylor this week, man. I want three touchdowns Colts I'm going with the Colts and I'm going with them big because you know why Jake why they're playing the New York Jets that's why Adam Gase thinks his offense is doing well Jets management thinks that the offense <laughs> that Adam Gase is an offensive mastermind a guru some have said wow boy really yeah Sam Darnold's the best quarterback in the AFC East preseason and now everybody's in a, like worried that he's going to lose his job and potentially the Jets are going to draft Trevor you know who Lawrence. his backup is I oh. think his backup's Joe Flacco yeah, it is Joe Flacco. I think his backup's Joe Flacco. Sam Darnold's good, man. He made a throw last week that was really damn good against the 49ers. 
Um, but <laughs> the Jets are just bad. The Jets are just bad, and I think the Colts do a good job of losing to bad teams, but I don't think they're going to lose to the New York Jets, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think I got the Colts as well. I don't think they can let this happen again after losing to the Jaguars for week one. No, yeah. So, and I, they picked it up against Minnesota, which is a talented team still. So I look for the Colts to continue their their momentum. I think this is a start of, of good things for the Colts. I have them as that division champion this year. Um, so when you look at fantasy, you got to think Jonathan Taylor, right? Yeah. You got to think, ah, it sucks that they have Paris it needs, Campbell out. It needs T.Y. T.Y. Hilton T. Y. has Hilton. to get involved more. They got to get T.Y. Hilton involved more in the passing game. Now that Paris Campbell's out as well, like we got to get T.Y. the ball, man. I totally understand that Michael Pittman Jr. is like this absolute stud that's supposed to be like the guy in Indianapolis soon. Mm-hmm. But we got to get T.Y. involved, please. It's amazing that Naheem Hines goes from having like a phenomenal game in fantasy and Ken plays him this past week and gets like one point. Yeah, I know. Hilarious. So this is a home game for the Colts, which I think for them is 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 a good thing. Yeah. I just, I mean, this is the just Jets, dude. This is just continuing their sleeping their in your own bed, dude? So let's look at the Colts' schedule. It's it's Jets, next it's Bears, next it's Browns, then Bengals, then Lions, until they get to the Ravens. So they could easily have the potential to, to win their next four to five games before they get to the Ravens. Love it. So uh, that's the Colts and the Jets. Uh, next one we got to cover, and I also got the Colts on that one, by the way, is <laughs> the Carolina Panthers at... The Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Carolina Panthers 0-2, Chargers are 1-1. I got the LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. Panthers going 0-3. The fact that Anthony Lynn says that when Tyrod Taylor is healthy, he will come back and play quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers is ridiculous. With the way that Justin Herbert looked against the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs last weekend, are you kidding me? I know he made a dumb-ass play and threw that interception. And you just got to be smart sometimes. But he's a rookie, dude. He looked good against the Super Bowl champions. Man, you got a great defense. Put this guy in. He is a playmaker. I know he's going to have his bumps in the road, but any rookie does. Um, But as you're going through it, I want you to think, we got to make sure that Justin Herbert is the guy. Justin Herbert can be the guy when you think about the Los Angeles Chargers. And it's not that big of a deal that Tyrod Taylor sits on the bench. His doctor punctured his lung. This guy's lung is punctured by your team doctor. Get Justin Herbert the ball and let him go to work. Let's see what this guy can do, especially against a team like the Carolina Panthers that are 0-2. I think this is a phenomenal opportunity for the Los Angeles Chargers to put Justin Herbert on display against a little bit of a weaker team in the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey being out, I have no faith in this team. We talked about this yesterday a little bit. Teddy Bridgewater has no vertical threat in the passing game. Uh, he has great options in vertical threats and DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel to some degree. But it's like, dude, what are we talking about? This guy can't stretch the field. Yeah. I think I think Justin Herbert's the guy. I, I think the Chargers are going to win this game pretty big. So I like the Chargers in this game for sure. Uh, when you look at Chargers and Panthers, I just this is a great opportunity for Justin Herbert to... to keep that momentum rolling. I think the team plays better with him. I do. I agree, man. I think I think his versus there's a spark. I think there's there, a spark. There is. Keenan Allen seems a little more on fire. Austin Eckler seems a little bit more on the go. They seem pumped to play. They seem pumped to get ready to so, rock. So, Shane, what happened to Tyrod, man? He gets his, like, lung puncture and everything by the team Good doctor. Good dude. Um, but it's weird that Anthony Lynn just is, like, set on being having Tyrod be the guy despite... Now, that could I, yeah. change, dude. If So, and when you look at the, the schedule for the Chargers, this is the week to, like, just... 
Make sure Herbert gets his feet more wet because after that, they're at the Buccaneers, at the Saints, Ooh. home versus the Jets, at Ooh. Miami. So they got the next two games before they get a little bit easier coast here are at the Buccaneers and at the Saints. So, wow, dude, if uh, you know, I think Herbert, if he's playing well this game, I think you give him a going versus the Buccaneers. Maybe have Tyrod re- ready. It's just that lung stuff, man. It's not. It's scary. It's not like easy to come back from that. It's not like That's oh, scary, let me man. just rest today and it's going to heal tomorrow, man. You just got to be no. careful about that. Anything stuff. rib lungs, it's it's going to take a little bit of time. Man, so weird, the human body. It's just the Panthers, right? So looking at them, they have weapons. It's unfortunate what happened to McCaffrey, but they have the receiving core. Uh, Mike Davis is that yeah. replacement for McCaffrey. And he had He's a good not game bad. last week when when McCaffrey went out. Oh, yeah. And if you have Mike Davis in fantasy, that's a phenomenal guy to put in, in my opinion. But still, dude, it's like, I have no faith in that team. Like, are are they going to be? Somebody in the running for Trevor Lawrence? You just signed Teddy Bridgewater to a $68 million contract. And your team's 0-2 already. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Tough team. I know that Matt Rule's coming into a, you know, um, a lot rebuild. Not just like a small young rebuild. Defense. Like, it, it's it's tough. Very young defense, Young dude. defense. I think the Chargers are going to have a good game. I, I have a bad feeling Austin Eckler, playing Austin Eckler again. Um, <laughs> I think Austin Eckler's going to have <laughs> a good it. game, dude. Because, um, I mean, you saw what Leonard Fournette did last week. You saw what, you know, Ronald Jones even did well against the against the Panthers. So it's tough. It's tough to see uh, Austin Eckler not having a big game. So we both got Chargers there. Moving on, next 4 o'clock game we're going to cover. Tampa Buccaneers at the 0-2 Denver Broncos. Just been savaged by, just ravaged by injuries, dude. Uh, Tampa Bay 1-1. They lost to the Saints. They won last week versus the Panthers. I feel like the edge has to go to the Bucs in this matchup. Absolutely. I think the Denver Broncos are going to be 0-3, which is unfortunate because we said that they were going to be a dark horse in the AFC this year with Drew Lack at quarterback. Unfortunately, he's out. Yeah. Jeff Driscoll, Florida Gator legend, is going to be coming in <laughs> for the Florida Denver Broncos. Legend, dude. Jake's High school All-American, bro. Jake's legend of a quarterback in fantasy this week, Jeff Driscoll. They still got skilled I positions, man. Oh, who's playing for? I changed it to Mullins from San Francisco. Oh my god, oh my god. I mean, dude. for real, dude. I Come mean, on, man. you know they're going against the Giants. But anyways, I would still, I would still play Jeff Driscoll. I would personally. <sighs> I don't know. It's just me, man. That defense is pretty good for Tampa Bay, dude. Mm. Anyways, so Tampa Bay Broncos. I'm going with the Buccaneers. Listen, I think that I'm going with the Buccaneers as well. Before I was interrupted. Sorry. Do you want to continue? No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I'll, I just I'll, go I, I'll be quick. It's, it's just Tom Brady continues it. The guys get involved. I think Godwin comes back this week. So look for him and Brady and Mike Evans to continue their rapport. Uh, don't know what's going on with that tight end situation. He seems to favor OJ Howard versus any of the others. Uh, Gronk, I don't know if he's had much fantasy impact at all. No, he last week zero catches, 0. 0.0 points for Rob Gronkowski. Bruce Arians was quoted as saying, we're going to throw the ball 50 times and it's not going to be to tight ends. That's why Rob Gronkowski has not gotten a ton of targets uh, last week against the Carolina Panthers, which is so odd. One of the best tight ends in NFL history. Uh, was Tom Brady bamboozled? Was he bamboozled? He tried to get Rob Gronkowski out of retirement. Boom, he's out of retirement. He's on the team. Yeah, we're not throwing him. Sorry. Yeah. Your read's on Mike Evans and Mike Evans alone. Chris Godwin's not in. Cool. Throw it to Mike Evans. Double covered. Mike Evans again. Cool. <laughs> And Mike that's Evans what they is good, dude. I mean, that's what they did last week against the Carolina Panthers. And I know that the Denver Broncos are going to be a little bit better defensively. I still like uh, I still like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The question is, if you're wondering, do I play Ronald Jones or do I play Leonard Fournette? If for some reason you have both of them on your team like our buddy JD does, you play Leonard Fournette. You saw what happened last week. Ronald Jones fumbled the ball, albeit I think it was Tom Brady's fault that he yes. fumbled the ball. It was a messed um, up handoff. Clearly it was on Tom Brady. But I think that Leonard Fournette has established himself as, you know, the guy. 
he just looks better. He just looks better than Ronald Jones, and I think that has to do with a little bit of an experience edge compared. Yeah. Um, but this is a dynamic offense. I think Leonard Fournette needs to be the primary ball carrier, and especially in fantasy leagues, I think he needs to be the primary guy played on your fantasy teams. Fournette looks good, dude. He has a fire in his eyes. I think this is a good move going to the Buccaneers. Yeah, he wants to prove something. Another he, like like Cam Newton. Uh, I think this is about like kind of legacy and proving a point mm-hmm. for Leonard Fournette. He looks good, man. I think he's on a one year deal, so this is yeah. his year to prove it. Rojo, not a bad you know sidekick. No, 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 not a bad sidekick at all. Um, I, Lashawn McCoy's in that backfield too. Just a ton of weapons for that Buccaneers. I do feel bad for the Broncos. I feel like they got their hands tied behind their back with Cortland Sutton out, Drew Locks out. I mean, Jerry Judy's like, I think his ribs are messed up. They're bruised. They've had some Von Miller's out this year. So they're not doing bad considering, though, despite, though despite the record no. being 0-2. They've been close games. Uh, but I think you have to go with the Buccaneers. And it's a shame. It's a shame. But, I mean, Philip Lindsay also was That's what happens, though, dude. That's what happens. You it's, get these matchups. You, you'll, get, you'll get some wins. But right now, hey, you got to take your ass whoopings, especially against a potential, you know, NFC contender in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So... Just, I think you go with the Buccaneers continuing to rolling. If you look at the schedule for the Buccaneers, just, you know, when we talk about Denver, after them, they're home versus the Chargers at the Bears. Wait, wait, whose schedule is this? Because you said Tampa Bay and then you said the the Broncos. Sorry, this is the Bucs. This is the Bucs. So this week, you know, we talked about the matchup. Next week, home versus the Chargers. Then they're at the Bears. Then Green Bay, at the Raiders, at the Giants. So... They have some tough game, and Green Bay is a tough game, but they could, you know, Chargers maybe too. Bears, Raiders, Giants. So I think you continue their momentum this week and see where it goes from there. Love it. All right, moving on. We talk about Bucks. We talk about Broncos. Next one, 4 o'clock game. Lions at the Cardinals. We got the Cardinals with MVP candidate Kyler Murray at the quarterback position. Fastest guy on the field when he steps onto it. I think Kyler Murray is absolutely electric. <laughs> he has an awesome offense, and Cliff Kingsbury looks like a completely different head coach this year. Completely different head coach this year. He's managing things a lot better. And I love seeing that, even though he probably shouldn't have gotten his head coaching job, because what the hell does he deserve that head coaching job for? For coaching Texas Tech to a 5-7 and seven record? That's what Hot he deserves name, the dude. job for. But, hey, he's got a phenomenal offensive uh, offensive strategy. And Kyler Murray's the guy, man. He just lucked out, got in the perfect situation with the first overall pick, drafted his guy. Kyler Murray's the guy. Got DeAndre Hopkins. Phenomenal moves by management. Isaiah Simmons, Buda Baker, Patrick Peterson, Chandler Jones. We've talked about this. When you look at that defensive side of the ball, every single week we've talked about this. That defense is underrated. I think Detroit's going to do well. I think they should have Kenny Galladay back this week. Yeah, I think Kenny Galladay's coming back. That's the rumor, so that's that's a good thing. I just don't know if I would be willing to start Kenny Galladay this week when you look at that matchup. Who knows like if he's even ready? Is he going to be in for you know a half? Is he going to be in for a quarter? Is he going to play one play and get re-injured? So it's tough to say to be moving at game speed against a team like the Arizona Cardinals that look fucking good, two and zero in that just beast of a con- uh, division. Excuse me, in the NFC West, I like the Cardinals, dude. I think you said everything we can say. Cardinals look solid. We talk about running. We talk about passing, especially. We talk about Kyler Murray. I'd like to see Kenyon Drake talk get a little more involved. Defense. Maybe next week. Actually, I'm playing Kenyon Drake. I have Kenyon Drake, and I'm playing Kenyon Drake. So I just think Cardinals look good. The Lions, despite being 0-2, they got some weapons, especially the Galladay coming back, Marvin Jones Jr. You got like three running backs. I hope DeAndre Swift can get something going. He seems to be the pass catching back amid AP and carry on Johnson. I just defensively, I don't think Detroit has it yet. I think the Cardinals take advantage of that. Is Akuda Jeff Akuda? No, Jeff Akuda's been playing. He played last week against the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers lit him up a little bit. He's gonna be a good player. He had some good plays, but Aaron Rodgers was lighting him up all game. He's he's young, dude. He's young, and Aaron Rodgers was on Pat McAfee's show saying, like, hey, there's only so many times you can throw against these guys because you know that eventually they're gonna become absolute studs. And he said Jeff Akuda was very good. Yeah. He was very good. 
That's cool. But I think we both got the Cardinals. Easy decision there, um, unless there's an upset. Moving on. Our next Sunday night, or Sunday afternoon game, 4 o'clock game. Tough one. Tough one for me to call personally. Great matchup. Great Dallas matchup. at Seattle Seahawks. I got the Seattle Seahawks, mainly because their defense actually is a defense, and they will play defense, ladies and gentlemen. I think you can mm. still bet the over and be pretty happy with that decision when you look at this because Dallas is going to score points. I think Seattle's going to score a lot of points, a lot more points than Dallas is, in my opinion. But I think Russell Wilson is right now the front runner in the MVP, uh, MVP race, unfortunately. I think that when you look at some things, I think that uh, Dak Prescott could be the guy down the road. He has the offensive skill positions. Zeke Elliott needs to get a little bit more involved, and they got to dominate the clock, the time of possession. But you look at Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams, they're absolute studs. Yeah, so basically when we look at this game, we look at this game coming up, Dallas Cowboys at the Seahawks, I'm actually going to go with the Cowboys. I feel like... The Cowboys with that offense, they had that turnaround last week with that final drive. They won that game, and I think this is a turning point. They don't play defense, dude. I think this is a turning point for them. They don't play defense, though. Dude, no offense, but like the Seahawks, they lost. The, they won against the Falcons. Falcons put against 25 points up against them. So? Last week, New England put 30 points up against them. I know that they have like Jamal Adams and stuff, but teams have put points up against them. To stay competitive in that game. That's okay. Which has man. been high scoring. So I know I we're split on this. I like the Cowboys just all around offense. No way. I like Zeke Elliott. I like Dak Prescott. We both do. Uh, Mari Cooper's been hot. So has CeeDee Lamb. I think this is a week that Michael Gallup maybe turns around a little bit. No, I don't think so. I think this is the week. Uh, <laughs> so I got Cowboys. You got the Seahawks. I think it's going to be a really good game to watch. Should we put, should we put some personal money on this game we might have to dude yeah right what does that mean does i just that mean think yes this is no? a turning point dude i think this is a turning point for the cowboys listen you got you got seattle this week next week you got cleveland browns next week you got the giants then their cardinals then washington football team then the eagles and this, i just think this is they a, got turning a nice point. schedule coming up but i, I think, think that turning point last last weekend with the falcons i think that gives them some momentum they're one and one it gives them some momentum offensively but defensively they look like Hot garbage. They paid all their money to Demarcus Lawrence, and then look what that that does on the defensive side of the ball. He hasn't been able to get pressure on anybody, dude. Mm -hmm. So it's tough for me to look at Dallas and you know that defense. I know they're offensively talented. I'm not worried about that. It's defense, dude. Yeah. You got to be able to get people off the field on third down, and you know stop people from fucking scoring the ball. That's just what it That's is. A great point. I think dude. Mike McCarthy is a liability at the head coaching position. Made some boneheaded calls when you look at last week against the Atlanta Falcons. Like, what were you doing? How did you win that game? When you're, oh my God, just, I got the Seattle Seahawks. I got the Seattle Seahawks. I just don't like what the Dallas Cowboys are are putting out into the world right now. Uh, defensively, offensively, phenomenal. Great team. Jerry Jones isn't happy either. Jerry Jones agrees with me. That defense is a disgusting. Yeah, I just think that the Cowboys, with the momentum they had from last week, they carried into this week. I like the offense. Defense, we've talked about shadiness. So, that's what that is. As we move forward. That's what that that's is. That's what that says. is. All right, you got Seahawks. I got Dallas. We're split. I like to split. Moving on, our second final game. This is Sunday night game. Green Bay Packers. What a game, dude. 2-0. New Orleans Saints, 1-1. What one and one. a game. I got the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, who's looked like a rejuvenated Aaron Rodgers ever since the Packers decided to draft that guy from Utah State. What's his name? Don't even remember anymore because Aaron Rodgers is looking absolutely amazing. <laughs> Jordan Love? Jordan Love, is that his name? Jordan, Jordan Love, Love yeah. yep. Yeah, Jordan Love. I was just joking. I know his name. But at the yeah, same sure time, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers looks amazing. Didn't have to draft any skill positions, apparently. Apparently, Devontae Adams, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Alan Lazard are enough, and Aaron Jones just ate him up last week against the Detroit Lions. Holy hell, this guy had almost 50 points in fantasy. In our league, you get bonuses, and he got that bonus, baby, because he was making plays. And you look at the backup running back position. Jamal Williams is 
a stud. Aaron Rodgers continues to talk about how good he is as a backup running back and just like looking explosive in practice and things like that. So Jamal Williams is no nobody to sneeze at when you think about that, ladies and gentlemen. If you're in a deeper fantasy league, you go to 16, 18, 20 teams potentially. Jamal Williams is nobody to sneeze at because that guy's good. And you're in a friendly offensive system. Matt LaFleur likes to get his running backs involved in the run game, obviously, duh, and the pass game, though. He likes to get them involved in the pass game as well. So I think that's something to consider with the Green Bay Packers. I got the Packers winning. I have the Saints winning this game. They, I think that they bounce back from that loss to the, to the Raiders. They lost to the Raiders, I think though. Drew Brees has that. I mean, he's been called out like left and right, dude. I yeah, mean, wet noodle. So I think that... Noodle arm. Sean Payton, that staff, know their minus, Michael Thomas... I think they still have weapons besides him. I think they click. I think they they circled this game on their schedule, especially amid that loss last week. I think this is a bounce-back game for them. I think they tried especially hard. I think their defense bounces back. I think that Alvin Kamara is just... I mean, for me, he's the best fantasy football player this year so far. Thank you. And kudos to you for drafting him. I mean, he's kind of in that slot that you pick. But anyways, (laughs) um, I just think this is Number five overall, fifth overall pick. A ton of fantasy players to watch. I mean, we can just go through the list here. But I think this is the Saints game. I think it will be high scoring. Uh, (laughs) I just... I hope Devontae Adams does well. He's had that hamstring messed up. I heard he's out this week. No, 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 no. (laughs) I think they're taking care of him this week in practice. But it'll be a good game to watch. This is a really good Sunday night game. Uh, That's a phenomenal one. You got the Dallas-Seattle at 4 o'clock. You got this game at, at Might 8. Might have to stay up past my bedtime for this one. Oh, for real. So we're both split on this decision. Interesting how it comes out. Uh, that's good. So moving on. Monday night games, the final game we're covering is yeah, the Chiefs yeah, 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 at the yeah, Ravens. Yeah. AFC Championship preview? Question mark, question mark, question mark. This question might mark. be the game of the year, dude. Right. This might be the game of the regular season. Right now, people are saying the Baltimore Ravens have the number one overall defense. Oh, yeah? Cool. Well, here's the Kansas City Chiefs for you. Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. well, apparently the best quarterback in NFL history coming in to Baltimore. I like Kansas City in this game, man. I like Kansas City. I think they were a little bit sloppy and just like, oh, this is the L.A. Chargers playing a rookie quarterback for the first time. And they just played down to that level. I think they will play up to what they need to do, the caliber of team they're going against in the Baltimore Ravens. I get that they have to travel to the Ravens. Cool. Good stuff. I still am going with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that their team will play up. Their defense will step up because they don't look like the defense that we saw in the playoffs. But I would like to say, Lamar Jackson, this is going to be a high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a high-scoring game. I know that the uh, the Baltimore Ravens defense is supposed to be the best. Awesome. That's great. But at the same time, I think, I think Kansas City is going to take this. They're going to show why they were Super Bowl champions. I have the Ravens. Wow. Give me the reasons why now. So, Chiefs are obviously great. Fending Super Bowl champions. Zach talked about everything great about them. They got Clyde Edwards-Alaire, my boy on fantasy. Picked him up first round. Wow. They got Oh, that's Travis your boy Kelsey, you're picking against Tyree Kill. They got, obviously, Pat Mahomes. Defense isn't bad. Honey Badger in the backfield. Teams don't play the Ravens well in the regular season, dude. The Ravens edged edge them out in the regular season. Chiefs do. And I think in the playoffs, I'd give the advantage to the Chiefs. But right now, I just I like Lamar Jackson. They're going to change up that game plan. They're going to get everybody involved, from J.K. Dobbins to Mark Ingram to Mark Andrews to Willie Sneed even to Marquise Brown. I think it's a very uh, well-matched game. It is an exciting game, probably the game of the, the season as a Monday night game. Is, yeah, is off. That, maybe, maybe at this it, point. It could have impl- point. I think it could have implications on home field advantage. Yeah. Like as you look down the line, if there's some, there's some close games, this game could come down to some home field advantage for the Kansas City Chiefs or the Baltimore Ravens. That's why I think both teams, I think you're going to see the best from both teams. Yes. Now, the Chiefs beat the Ravens last year. 
quite not like I don't want to say comfortably, but the Chiefs just play these teams well. I know there's been some some uh, you know pickups. Calais Campbell on the defensive side of the ball. Lose Earl Thomas though. You got uh, Patrick Queen, LSU star linebacker that they drafted to the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Is that enough? I don't know. Travis Kelsey's pretty good. He's a tough cover, especially against a linebacker. I know they got Marlon Humphrey. I know they got Peters. I just don't know if this is the game that the Ravens are ready for yet. I know that they will show up and give it everything they got. I think they will play hard and it will come down to the wire. I'm still going with the Kansas City Chiefs because I think you'll see the best version of the Kansas City Chiefs this week. Dude, both On teams, Monday night, baby. Both teams have weapons. I mean, dude, this is like two guys walking into a, a shootout. And they got all their guns loaded, baby. They got Ooh. guns hidden down their thigh. They got they got a shotgun behind the back. They loaded. got a sword in the holster, dude. They got all these weapons, and it's going to be awesome to watch. I mean, you look at Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Uh, I'm going with the Ravens. You're going with the Chiefs. Yes, sir. I think it might be the game of the season thus far. It's going to be super exciting, y'all. One of these teams is going to lose. One's going to win and move on to be three and zero. So that's all I got. With that being said, thanks for sticking with us. This has been an awesome. Prediction Thursday. We'll check our records. I'm a little worried about my picks, to be honest with you, this week. You made some really good points on yours. Yeah, you So I don't do. know if you if you but might. somehow I'm fucking losing it. I don't know, man. You make really good points, dude. I tend to go based more on instinct, but we'll see how that plays out, dude. Thanks for tuning in. Since the first kick flip, he landed. Uh, labeled a misfit, a bandit. Cocoon, cocoon, cocoon. His neighbors couldn't stand it, so he was banished to the park. Started in the morning, one stopped after dark. Yeah, when they said it's I am a Bills fan. No, you're with not. all my heart, dude. Bills 3 and I'm going with my Bills analyst this brain, guy's dude. Bills is being analyst brain. No, 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 no. This is what's happening. No, no, no. I'm a you Bills don't get off that with easily, all my bro. heart, dude. You don't Trust get off me, that dude. easily, bro. That is, uh, we grew up five minutes from the stadium, dude. Easily, boom, 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 boom. This guy picked the Rams. Listen, listen. No, no, no. It's over. 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 It's